When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. What's she going to do this time? Gentle, gentle. I'm going to do gentle clapping. Very good. Some of our listeners might just have woken up. Wake up! (laughs) (laughs) See what I did there? Spiteful, wasn't it? Always got a little bit of spite in me. It's like, yes, I've got a streak of spite that runs through me that I don't think you have, Judith. Or oh, you have you know yes, me better have, than actually. that? Yes, of I course I have. Yeah, actually, now come to think Hello. of it, I'm wondering if your Hello. streak of spite is wider than my streak of spite. <laughs> I, I, yes, I can think of some very spiteful things that I've done in my life, but perhaps Ooh. we won't go there. Ooh, or maybe we we'll have a special. The Ooh, shall we? Special. <laughs> Judith, it is coming up to a year that we have been in and out <sighs> Of captivity. And do you know what I, what <sighs> conclusion I have come to? Oh, tell this? me, tell me. I'd be quite good in prison. Oh, interesting. Interesting. It would have to be nice prison, you know. Go I'm on. not, I'm not yeah. talking about any shit prison. I'm not going, I'm not going down Brixton. Right. But if they an open put one. me. Yeah, an yeah. open right. prison. Right, right. Oh, Go you'd on. be great in an open prison, Judith. <laughs> do you think we be... could hack it? Could you hack it? I could hack it. I think if you were in an open prison and there was some farm work to be done, <laughs> you'd really get off on it, actually. There are elements, yes. Well, there are yes, elements, I see what you there. mean. Yes, I see what you mean. As a training, as a preparation for, yes, lockdown has been, yes, well, I see what you mean. I, well, I, mean, I would have to, I mean, here would be the, my rules of the kind of prison I'd have to yeah. be in. It would have to be an open prison. And I'd quite like quite a nice, like a hall of residence type. Oh prison. yes, you yeah, know, like, like your own room. Get, get yes. your own room. That and would be very important. Mind you, I'd have to, I'd have to sort of have a word with uh, the people who ran the open prison. Say, listen, Miss. Uh, uh, most of them will have shower rooms, but I need a bath. <laughs> oh, Jenny, right. come on! No, you're pushing it now. You, I'll be no, all we're right go, in we're going prison. into a cheap hotel now. Come on, <laughs> come on. <laughs> I think your own room, a decent bed, a decent bed, your own room, some paints. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. Um, Well, there'd be a lot of activities in a prison, Judith. Like? Well, lots of painting and, and, you know. Pottery. Pottery, maybe some wicker work. (laughs) And then if we were in open sort of farm prison, then there might be ponies. And you know me, I love a pony. Do you think think we might be (laughs) Do you think we might be describing a mental institution? Yeah, we are a bit, aren't we? Let's get out of that. The, um, we are we really. Are, we are crawling out of this very slowly. Uh, do you know oh, what um, I heard the other day on Monday what? morning? Oh, it's not going to depress me, is it? No. Oh, oh go on. What? I woke up at 8.30 and I thought, what the fuck is that racket? What is it? What's going on outside? Do you know what it was? No. Kids. It was kids walking to school. <laughs> <laughs> You woke up at 8.30, you lucky sod. 
you know, they'd have you out of your out of your room in an open out of my cell. Don't then. call it a cell. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You'd have you out of that a lot a lot sooner than eight thirty. Oh. I can tell you. And I don't want porridge in my prison. I don't like porridge. I'd be a cowering wreck. I think I would be. I'd be useless. I'd be an absolute cowering wreck. In You'd be prison. scared of the other people, Judith. You'd be scared of exactly. some of them not being nice. Exactly. <laughs> being a bit I rough. Would. I would, yeah. and I wouldn't be able to, I'd have nothing to offer. You know, it's not like I'm kind of a retired lawyer where they'd actually, there'd be something to barter with. I'd have nothing to barter with at all, would I you? I don't know, I think that you would take classes. I think in the end, you'd be really good, Judith, and people would be saying, coming to you and saying, oh, you know, you've got a sewing machine, can you run me up some <laughs> curtains for my, my cell and all that kind of thing? Maybe. Anyway, I'd have to get good at something, wouldn't I? Yeah. Well, I you are good at sewing. You're good at many yes. things. No, You'd, have yeah, 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 yeah. You'd have a oh. book club. You'd have a prison book club. You'd be so busy, <laughs> Judith. You really would. Oh, anyway, <laughs> listen, right. pressing mm. question mm. of the week. Mm. I mean, we're not on Culture Corner, obviously. We've only just started the show, but we have to get this out in the open. Um, now, I did not watch the Harry and Meghan thing, and I am yes, relying I on you, Judith, to fill me in on the juicy bits. Oh, I wish I hadn't watched it, really. I mean, I think in a way, your decision not to watch it was a very sensible one, because I, I, I just... It's got to me in so many ways. It's really, really upset me. I mean, it's terrible, but it's really been on my mind. I slept really badly last night, thinking, well... You know, poor old Harry, poor old Charles, what a mess. It's just, you know, the fallout from it from everyone is just is just absolutely awful. And I, and I, I OK, I, I got, I, I really went for it, Jenny. For instance. OK, OK. Did you get a tray of snacks, Judith? Did you see it? <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kept coming out thinking, OK, well, I'm going to stop watching it now. I'm going to stop because it's just too, too awful and it's just too dreadful. And then I'd come back in and start it again. It was like having a box of chocolates that I knew I shouldn't carry on watching, but I couldn't stop myself. Worse than that, the night before, I watched the Channel 5 grubby little documentary, which was, you know, all about, which was called, um, I think, The Megan's Versus The Palace or something. I think know. they should have called it The Grubby Documentary. Well, they should have called it the grubby. It was grubby in the sense that sometimes those Channel Five things can be. So there's just wave goodbye to any commissions I might ever get on Channel Five, haven't I? <laughs> um, you know where they keep they keep showing you the same bits of footage. You know, yeah. oh here she is in the brown dress again. Oh yeah, oh here she is again on the. And, sort and of, did they you know, wheel this, out her dad oh, on the Channel Five? Uh, no, no, nobody liked that. Could it? You know, no, absolutely. It was the usual thing, but and some rather grubby Zoom backgrounds. I felt. Um, so there were one or two kind of, um, I think, sort of ex-sun photographers or whatever who'd who'd got, who looked like they were sitting in some horrible sort of nicotine-stained pub. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Oh, it was just oh, really. Oh, actually, the idea of being able to go into a proper old nicotine-stained pub really appeals yeah, to me at the moment. Does but well, it would do a little yes. bit. Yes, it does actually. Um, just and, because and, it would mean yes. I was young again. Um, <laughs> okay, so right. So this is the Channel Five documentary. So you yes. sort of whet your appetite well, uh, with that yes. one. And what and was it, the verdict from that that one? Was oh, it very anti anti Megan? So it was okay. like this horrible sort of grubby. You know, kind of, oh, let's go, you know, we'll get sort of ready to be really ready for a sort of um, a showdown. And yeah, it was it was pretty anti. It was very damning on the sort of Megan front, really. Okay. Uh, there weren't many people that were, yeah, so, so, and, the, and there were a lot of examples of the social media stuff, which has been so anti Megan, which I must admit, did, you know, I wasn't perhaps aware of and was shocking and everything. 
but um, okay, so we so we get into the so so with yeah. the, so the Oprah interview itself. I mean, Oprah was amazing. So basically, you've had a crappy starter in a in a kind of really rubbish pub with the Channel yes. Five one, and <laughs> yes, now you're should... sitting down to feast <laughs> on the ITV fine dining <gasps> version. Yeah, I know. Which was I an know. hour and a half. Was oh, it? Oh, so long, so long. Um, in a, in the most. Gorgeous... Did you get bored? I did a bit. I got, okay. I got a bit bored, but I just got. I, I I just thought it was like a car crash, and so many. Obviously, it was. I was quite interested in the house. I was quite interested in the. You know, it wasn't their house. It was a mate's house in Santa Barbara. Yeah. Um. And gosh, have you ever been to Santa Barbara? I know. I'd love to go to Santa Barbara. Oh, just saying, Santa Barbara makes me feel a bit exotic. It, it, just it, saying, Santa Barbara makes me feel it? like I've just had a cocktail. Oh. <laughs> And I it's might be out, about place. to step out onto my terrace oh, or something and have a pool boy. That's very Santa Barbara. Uh, do you know Santa Barbara? I do. Yes, we've been. Mike's got some friends who've got a house in Santa Barbara. Um, Jesus, Judith. Yeah, yeah, I know, I know. Gorgeous house. Not not sort of, obviously, in that enclave, but I think, but quite close, I think. Oh, my God. And down we the went road. to stay. I mean, we went to stay. And oh. I remember that the, the next door, could you believe this? They were moving their pool because the pool was in the wrong place. Imagine the expense. Like, yeah, it's not right. In the, not, yeah, we just. They were moving it about, you know, two or three metres to, to, to get them. More sun, to, yeah, to whatever it was. So they were moving that, and they were having their drive. I remember planted with fully grown palm yeah. trees. So every day, these lorries would arrive with. Yeah, I mean, can you imagine? You know, massive palm trees. Just the price trees. of it. Just the cost of it. The price of I mean, it. The price fully of, grown oh, yeah. trees. Fully grown, grown yeah, trees. They're yeah, not cheap. Yeah, no, they're not cheap. Well, funnily enough, because because in the background of the Oprah Winfrey, see, see how much I've taken it in. It's so terrible. In the background of the Oprah was this sort of off olive grove. And I thought, well, I wonder if that's been specially planted. And if it has, that will have cost a fortune. Now, I know it will have cost a fortune, Jenny, because funnily enough, at the garden centre at the weekend, there was an, a fully, not yeah, pretty much a, a, you know, a big olive tree. in. OK, was it taller than you? Was it taller than you? Uh, it was about the same size as me. No, so it wasn't if the same. If you stood in a pot in soil, yes, slightly yes. off the ground, was it it's the same size as you? About so, the so, same size as me. Okay. Okay. Slightly larger girth. Guess how much that the, it was. Right. Um, I'm, I have a feeling olive trees are very slow to grow. So I'm going to go either 350 quid or 3,500. Well, that's a pretty wide band. Yeah, I know. There. Thousand, over 1,000, 1,100. Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. So, in a way, you're, you're yes, you're, you're, you're because I think accurate. we bought a very small weedy one. Um, uh, size wise, if you put Phoebe right. in a pot, that right. sort of size. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, so I got sort of diverted on the olive. Squirrels one, have fucked know. it as well. I have to say that squirrels <laughs> have had those olives. I mean, you know, it's barely anything. It's just a twig now. <laughs> there we go. So okay, so you they, they borrowed a house. I know. That, I mean, I yes. know sort of you elements do, of this yeah. because. Well, how could you not know? Because it's how just could been you not so know? everywhere. Oprah yeah. was amazing. I mean, you just think, God, this she is the best detective in the world, isn't she's she? Very experienced, Judith. Oh, very, you know, she's done a few sh- interviews in her time. Just a bit, just a bit, and the way she sort of glides between chummy, chummy, almost therapy, yeah. to this kind of. Jiggy jaggy kind of yes, but we want some clarification there, please. Oh oh oh, and um, yeah, she get. I mean, she just kind of reels people in, doesn't she? It's extraordinary. Okay, She's now I, I know that in the past you've had you've blown hot and cold on Megan. I have, I have, I have. I just and, didn't. Yeah, 
After this show, which mm. way did your Megan, your Meganometer swing? <laughs> I think my Meganometer. Uh, yes, I, I feel more sympathetic about 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 her situation, and I think she was very hurt and she was badly treated. And goodness me, some of the things that that she says were said and Harry said were said were absolutely unacceptable. Um, I just think how sad that it's all so out there and so sad that, you know, that Harry's obviously fallen out with his family. I think what I feel saddened by is that family rift, which, you know, is not going to heal for a very long time. It's just so... It's, she was never cut out for royal life, was she? I mean, she's an independent woman with her own mind and I suppose... In a way, she, as, as as Oprah said, you know, she didn't know what she was going into, and it was—it's just not suited. I mean, I, it must be very difficult to be in that situation where you can't speak your mind, and that is, I'm sure, what the situation is. Um, We'd be rubbish, wouldn't we? We'd be oh such bad oh wives of royalty. God. We really would. We really yeah, because I wouldn't dress properly. <laughs> just sort of, now I'm going. Oh fuck this! I'm not wearing tights. I'm not wearing. <laughs> I'm not wearing court shoes. I'm not doing that. I might not wear knickers today. I don't know. Fuck it, really. I, yeah. I, I, I think the thing is um, that all of us have a very maternal kind of streak of affection for Harry. Oh, very much so. And very a, much so. Very much a, a bit of us that doesn't really would rather this hadn't happened oh, at all. Oh, I know. It is. It's just, it's, it, it is, there will be no going back. And I think that's I do feel it's time for a bit riff. of a royal shake-up, though. I think it's about time it did sort of get become streamlined and much more modern. And that's what apparently Prince yes. Charles was talking about doing. And, yes. you know... Uh, the whole rigmarole and the, the whole fancy dress and the pageantry of it is is sort of starting. I think that might have to go with our present queen, who, of course, you and I take our Adore. hats off to. I do, I do, I do. And she must be terribly, terribly hurt. I think the difficulty is this thing where you see, where where they seem to be saying we want it we, we don't want the publicity you know we want our privacy and we don't want that pla- uh, but and yet and yet you do the massive interview on you know with the, for, the, for the American networks it's that it's that anomaly which I find difficult yeah. it's sort of an aversion to publicity and press but a, but a, but a hunger for it at the same time that that's difficult I think, I think that's that what a difficult. lot of people that's why the megon the megometer swings both ways I isn't it, it? It's yeah a sort of, i suppose it does yeah i, I mean I, I felt itchy while it was on i thought there was a bit of me that couldn't settle that night judith um isn't that interesting yes isn't, i felt so like should i be watching what am i missing out on you know this is some you know is this something i should have an opinion on do i have to have opinions on everything is it important to have an opinion and stick to it can i have several opinions about this in the end i thought i can't watch it because i don't know what my opinion should be God, but um, that is so spot on jenny i think i can totally sympathize with that i ended up watching a master chef and wandering off to do the new exciting jigsaw judith oh tell me more oh no <laughs> you don't care you couldn't give I a shit care, about do jigsaws i, I don't no. care really go okay, on well, no i do got, it's on. a beauty it's a beauty it's a frank lloyd wright design that was oh. a, uh, a cover for a liberty magazine but it was too avant-garde for them to use it anyway it's like sort of uh buildings skylines and all this sort of thing but it's actually a cactus garden and it's really difficult but anyway it doesn't matter my brother sent me an awful uh 
awful uh, birthday. It's my birthday next week. I know. Uh, so my brother sent me this birthday uh, present and this huge thing arrived. So, you know, Jeff deals uh, in uh, 20th century prints. And I thought, yeah. oh, it must be one of Jeff's yeah. big prints. So he, ordered, he opened it. And I went, oh, no, it's for you. And it's honestly, it's vast. And it's the ugliest thing you've ever seen. And it's this... <laughs> I've oh hidden dear. it somewhere. It's, oh it's one dear. of those places that's too big to hide anywhere. Oh. And it's a jigsaw, a portable jigsaw thing. You open it up and you can do a jigsaw on it and then you can oh. close it up and, and carry the jigsaw somewhere else. Like I've got another table. Oh We're a one-table house. I can't take the jigsaw off the table and put it on another <laughs> table or anywhere. I haven't got another table. I've got one table. <laughs> So are you going to tell him this? Well, does he listen to this? Oh, he's going to get it back for his own birthday, the prick. (laughs) You know, we've done this before with bread makers and all sorts of things. You just get a stupid (laughs) present and you just wrap it up and give it him back. Oh, yes. No, that is annoying. Um, So, Judith, uh, just a quick uh, few questions to round up from last week. Um, Did you you battle with Talk Talk? Did you? I was about to go into battle with Talk Talk and I was in battle with Talk Talk for two or three days uh oh, of course i was okay. yeah not not like this is an unusual situation i was number 26th in the queue quite oh often my God. oh yes oh yes all of that and in the end i got through to somebody who said who put me on hold for four minutes because they were checking with their manager to see if they had the resources to deal with me um all i wanted to do was open up some broad you know to start a broadband account uh and i got through to anyway listen this happens to everybody however jenny however do you know what i did i decided to venture into the live chat area I so you I... went online and there's a little yes. box. Yes, yes, there's a little box. Yes. Have, you, yeah. you, have you done this? Have you, of course done, you have. Of course I've done this. Oh, God. <laughs> but not with Talk Talk. I've done it. I mean, I did it yesterday with the Conran shop. There's a oh. tale to tell. It's... <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why I haven't done this before. Oh, my God, it's brilliant. You know, you can say, you don't have to make friends with them or any yeah. of that, you know. You, you don't have right to say, to sorry, it. can you speak up? Because no, I'm actually exactly. really quite deaf. Yes, you don't have to spell. You know, don't have to spell anything. All of that, absolutely marvelous. So um, that is the way to go. I mean, I don't know why I hadn't do that years ago. Yes, job done. Live oh, chat. Oh, good. There so you go. now the question that will be on everybody's lips, of course, uh, read the talk talk battle. <laughs> have you ordered the orange, the orange kettle? kettle? The girls won't let me. Very excited I was. I said, "Look at this lovely orange kettle. I'm going to get this." Ellen came back and said, "You are joking." No, 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 but they both hate it. Do you think I might order it anyway? Really? I think really? I might order it anyway. I think, because I think orange is the, is the new whatever. Well, I think. orange goes with every... I love a bit of... Well, Judith, talking about orange, um, here's my um, orange purchase of the week. I mean, it's not <laughs> fully purchased yet. I've right. had to have my office cherry covered. Oh, yes. Um, because I sit on it so long for so long, right? And I, you know how I sit? I always put my feet underneath my bottom. You sit like a I child. I, I, first time I saw you do that, I was complete. It's like it's like you're in this sort of yes, teenage yoga pose. Yes, well that's how, how I sit. You do it. And yeah. I don't. I didn't think I had smelly feet, right? But I often don't wear socks when I'm writing. I'm so sort of curled up <laughs> right. in my office chair, sitting on my own feet. And I realised uh, over the last month or so that when I was coming into my office. <laughs> I know what you're going to say. It smells. Slightly high. It was just, I just thought there's something sour. 
And it was my my feet had sort of impregnated the upholstery Ooh, of my office chair Ooh, with this sour foot smell. It was like a a teenage boy's bedroom. The fabric yeah. was whiffing, and it was sort of beyond the help of Febreze. Uh, so I've had to, and this has happened. This is the fourth time, or the fifth time, this has happened uh, since. I mean, we've been in this house for fifteen years. So basically. I think it's about every three years, I make my chair smell so badly. I have to have. Oh, we mean that you've had it re- you recovered. This is the fifth time you've yeah. had it recovered. Yeah. Oh dear. Oh dear, <laughs> Jenny. It you might be. To... It might be cheaper to have Ooh. my feet done. Yeah. <laughs> I think it I might. Was, honestly, so I'm, I've gone for orange corduroy from oh, the Designers Guild. Lovely. Yeah. You yeah. think we're both into orange, aren't we? We're so into orange. Oh. I think we need a bit of orange I in our life at orange. the moment. Yeah, we're either ahead of the curve or behind the curve. I'm usually behind the curve, but I'm saying that I'm ahead of the curve if you're there too. That's what I'm we're saying. Bang you know, on I'm going to get curve. that orange kettle. I'm going to get I, it. Well, do you know what, Judith? I think people are about to go into a decorating a reupholstery frenzy. I really are do. They? Oh, yeah. I think because you felt the call of the orange kettle. I felt the call to get my chair reupholstered. Everyone is bored shitless of their surroundings. Everyone's looking at their wall going, oh, not that wall again. (laughs) Jeff has never (laughs) sold so much artwork since he set up 20th Century Prince. Oh, interesting. Interesting. I mean, he's taking stuff off our own walls. We had a John Piper (laughs) up. Uh, so in our dressing room, uh, it's, it's, I mean, it's not really a dressing room, it's a spare bedroom, we call it a dressing room because it makes us sound posher. Uh, and uh, that's gone. I just thought, uh, I thought, well, where's that John Piper gone? <laughs> he said, I've got a very good offer on that. <laughs> Effectively, he's, he's selling this to the family silver, isn't he? Absolutely. Scamp. Well, you know, anyway, so there we go. Oh, I, I, yes. Now, the other thing that we, the, the, the other little sort of trail of information, a little question that we set last week was, was birds front bottoms. Do yeah. you remember? Birds yeah. front bottoms. We didn't think bottoms. we'd get much back on that, but oh. Oh, there's quite a few of our, of our owls. The older and wider listeners know some stuff they about. Know their, they know their birds front bottoms, <laughs> don't they? They really do. <laughs> Judith. I mean, I think the information that we need to sort of uh, share um, is that some birds actually have penises. Mm. And uh, this is a very dark, this is a very dark area of the internet. Can I just say now that if you, if you type in (laughs) ostrich penis, just be prepared to see something really quite vile. I really, I'm not a big fan of the penis at the best of time, but... You know, really, the the, the bird penis is is a frightening thing. So much so, I I picked up this bit of it. Male ducks have a penis, but it's not an ordinary penis. It's like, oh, God, this is so awful. It's like an explosive spiral penis. Oh, and in some cases, it's spiny, right? Oh, no. Yes, and by bird standards, it's huge, right? So if if you consider, if you will, for a second, the Argentinian lake duck... Right. Has, this will make your eyes water, its member is over 16 inches long. Good God. When stretched out. So when fully erect, it is, the penis is a little longer than the duck itself. Oh, (laughs) words. My word. Who would have thought? I can't, I can't go down Peckham Rye again. I can't look at that duck pond. (laughs) 
I mean, really? Oh, but now you see, I thought, oh, no, you, su- you surprised me because some someone else mentioned something as beautiful as cloacal kissing. They said they said that birds do cloacal because that was the, that was the word that you um, yeah proudly that's the, presented. That's to the us, front bottom the of most birds. Of, yes, 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 yes they do, rubbing, just rubbing. It's a lot of frottaging, isn't it? Yes, yeah. Well, clo- it's it's actually it's proper term apparently. It's cloacal kissing. But oh. so, you know, I didn't. I mean, now you've told me about the sixteen-inch Argentinian lake duck. I'm, yeah, well, you've got to watch them. Send me in another bloody yeah, if, you, if you're ever in Argentina and and someone says, "Oh, uh, do you want to go down the lake? There's loads of ducks." Just say <laughs> no. <laughs> no, thank you very much. I'd rather do not. You know, I talked to somebody the other day about the potential, about the possibility of um, of breeding Poppy, right? Because she's about to have her first season, I think. Okay, um, now I'm going to ask some really stupid oh, basic on. questions because I've on. never had a dog. So no. when a girl bitch, yeah. I'm not calling Poppy a bitch. <laughs> that's so rude. You just did. When that bitch Poppy, bitch Poppy, when that bitch Poppy comes into season, does she bleed? Does yes. she bleed for yes. days yes. on end? I think well, not just days. I think I think they I think they're in season for 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 three weeks. Apparently, you have to keep you have to keep her on a lead at all time, and you can't even leave her in the garden on her own during that three week period because presumably, you know. Dogs will climb over the fence, or she'll try and get out. But yes, she do that. They bleed for about ten days, I think. Well, she could. What are you going to put on her? Why well, I've got a cream it? sofa. What well, the hell am I going to do? Well, <laughs> I tell you, the other dark know. area, the other dark area of the internet that I've been in of late, is dogs' um, knickers. For, yeah, stick it. Well, yeah, all in one knickers that you have to buy them, like little, little, you know, um, plastic pants. Yeah, but that's only for the first time. After that, she can use tampons. <laughs> I know she's I intelligent, do. Jenny, but I don't think she's that intelligent. Now, listen, uh, it does. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theatres, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Right, you know she plays with Pebbles, the other dog that's a bit like yes. her. Is Pebbles yeah, a girl, girl or a boy? Oh, she's a girl dog. She's a okay, girl dog. Okay, so there's, yes, there's all right. no that's mischief all right. That's okay. okay, that's okay. Yeah. But no, you but think they'll come to... on together, Pebbles and Poppy? Oh, that would be sweet, wouldn't it? They might do. They might sort of both get in the same basket and go, oh, we're a bit, we're, our tummies <laughs> hurt. And we just want to sort of oh, cuddle up and watch a video oh, and just have some schniggle time. Can I have schniggle oh, time in a neurofen? That's what they want. What a hot water bottle. What a hot oh. water bottle. 
<laughs> oh gosh, it's a long time since we had periods. I've just suddenly, yes, it suddenly took me back. But anyway, the reason we got onto that, we is what do you mean? I, long time. So I'm still having periods. I'm oh, have a baby. stop! Of course you're not. Don't pull the other one. Um, what was I going to say? Oh yes. So so the reason we got onto that is that I um I talked to somebody who breed. You know, because I thought, well, you know, are we going to have a in season? Are we going to have a neutered? Might we want to breed her? You know, because she's yeah. such a gorgeous dog, of course. So I spoke to this woman who breeds them. And she and she's so she described the process of kind of mating, you know, when you oh, sort no. of obviously pay for, for 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 you know she comes in heat and you pay for this boy dog to do his, whatever he does. Yeah. This is brutal. She said you'd have to be prepared for it to be an unpleasant experience. I had to send my husband. I couldn't do it. It apparently they have to be muzzled and held down. It's truly, truly horrible. And then apparently. They remain attached by this, you know, after the docking procedure has happened, mm. you know, because this is what I was thinking about your 16 inch um, Argentinian later. Yeah, Obviously, yeah. it's quite a long penis and they sort of remain attached for about half an hour. Ooh. I mean, imagine that. Ooh, I mean, awful, where do they do it? Know. You don't want them doing that in your sitting room, do you? <laughs> What You'd have to have a big... Oh, God, Judith, don't let them do it in the Wendy house. <laughs> <laughs> this is a thing I that must... bring myself oh, to. This is a thing that must only happen in the garage. I mean, you've got a garage. You can do that. <laughs> I haven't got the spaces for this kind of thing. I, can't, I haven't even got space for a jigsaw carrier. <laughs> I'm really looking forward to bringing her um, when we go away. Because you did say, didn't you, that you'd have her for a week or two. I know you'd love it. You'd love it. You'd oh, love Judith. It. I, I mean, I tell you, some boons. you, you let me have Poppy for a week or so when you go away. And I tell you what, I, I'd, I'd hand her back and she I can guarantee you one thing. What? She'd be pregnant by some <laughs> terrible mutt. That she bumped into in a South London park. I'd let her off the lead for five minutes in Peckham Rye Park. That'd teach and there'd be me, some massive Doberman there. That'd take her up the arse and that'd be it. That'd and then you me. could breathe those. You could breathe part Spaniel, part Doberman things. Dogs. Well, that says it all about our friendship, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, that really? says it all. That's, that's yeah, all I can do for you. <laughs> right. You're not going away but anyway before I go away. No, we're not. Not ready yet. Not ready ages. to go away yet. We can't go away yet. We no. haven't got double jabs yet. No. How's your mum? Oh, oh, well, June. June is bonkers. Uh, I mean, it's just, it's just wearing, really, because I really miss my mum. I miss her so much because she was so sensible and sometimes things happen. And I want, you know... I don't know whether she's watching Draws Off. Um, I have told the home about it, just in case somebody said something to her and it made her confused. Oh, that's a but, good idea. Yeah, but I think that I think the trouble with a lot of nursing homes across the country, and I'm sort of obviously on a one-woman mission to change channels, to get them to change channels for a change. Um, I think they're all on the quiz shows. I think oh, that uh, early evening time slot, oh, the 5.30 time slot, it's all pointless oh. and all that. So... Oh. Um, yeah, I, what I really need to do is get into a few nursing homes and just change the channels. Well, it's a um, great show, Jenny. It's I mean, a good I, show on, for old people because oh, they can have a good, a good laugh. show for all of us. I'm really, genuinely, really, really enjoying it. I haven't seen them all, but I, it's compulsive. What do you mean you haven't seen them all? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, it's, it's a daily routine for us. Sometimes I think, oh, God, we've got to stop now because we've got to got go to and watch, watch Draws uh, Off. Draws yes, off because, quite, quite. Um, though I've told my sister... <laughs> 
<laughs> tell my sister she doesn't have to watch it. She just needs to put the television on because that counts as a viewer. And I'm trying to get a second <laughs> series, you see. Well, but you think somebody might be counting it somewhere. Yeah, well, that's not how it happens. They count, you know, everyone's counted. So I've said, listen, I know you're busy and it's not really your cup of tea. <laughs> it's really good. I'm really enjoying it. And I think the more I see it, the more I realise it. It's actually a really neat, clever format, isn't it? Because it's different. And the clever, clever trick, of course, is that you're choosing that, you know, the sitter is choosing the best one. And so there's vanity Or the one involved. they like the best. Sorry, yes, the one they like the best, precisely. Yeah. So there's vanity involved. Yeah. It's, it's, there's how you see yourself, how other people see yes, you. There's sort of, yes. uh, sometimes people pick up on things you don't like about yourself. It might be a nose, it might be a tummy, yeah. it might be yeah. all sorts of things. Yeah, it's, yeah. A, it's a weird one. But also I think you see people progress over the week and, you know, the kind of, and they're nice, you know, a lot of them are really nice people. And you're very good on it. Really very good. It's oh, a great I, show. I'm so pleased. I, was having it. a ball on it. Let's go into yeah. um, uh, because we've slightly peaked with uh, some telly viewing, but there are, have been other things that we've watched this week. So let's go to Culture Corner films this yes, week. Judith. Yes, what have yes. you seen? Well, I've uh, I've seen Bohemian Rhapsody. Obviously, it was in the you know cinemas ages ago, and I kind of yeah. missed it. Uh, did you see it? I didn't see it in the cinema, and I haven't seen it at home since. Oh, it's lovely. And I don't know why, because it won loads of stuff. Yeah, it did. And it was, it was, I didn't, I don't really, um, I've never really loved Queen in the way no, that most neither. people do. It's, no. I, mean, I never really liked their, their the music. music. No. But it was an amazing story. And the guy that played um, Freddie oh, Mercury. God, yeah, it was brilliant. And it was, no, it was marvellous. I would really recommend that. And um, how did you watch it? What was it on? Um, I think it's on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, I think it's okay. on Netflix. Right. Yeah, okay. Yeah, watch that. The, the, these music biopics have done really well because we, yes, we loved the Elton John one, didn't we? Oh, I adored that. Absolutely. Is this as good one, as that, it? Judith? Uh, not quite. Not quite, but it okay. is Okay, okay. The good. other musical biopic that I want to see is more of a documentary about polystyrene. Do you remember polystyrene? Punk woman. Yeah, yeah. Um, Even during free adolescence, cleanliness is her obsession. Cleans her teeth ten times a day. Storm awake. That's one. Do you remember that? Bloody hell! <laughs> I love, I love polystyrene, uh, and they. I actually put some money towards making this film. I think it's like Did a year you? ago. Been, yeah, you know when things are crowdfunded and Ooh. and you suddenly get these emails saying, you know, we're close to get, being able to make this film. And, you know, I mean, when I say I, I, I chipped in, I mean, I chipped in about a tenner or something like that. But, you know, if yeah. everybody does, these projects can get off yes. the ground. Anyway, this has been made. And I don't know whether you've ever done this, but you can, um, because it's avail this um, polystyrene thing is available on Sky. But if you want to watch it without any ads, you can pay £10 to wow. an independent cinema and watch it through your telly. Oh, what a good idea. Yes. That's a really good idea, and I would very much like to see that. Okay. So okay. the only film I saw uh, this week was a bit of an odd one. You know how I went through a Bob Mitchum phase about I a month do. ago? Yes, I was rather um, puzzled by that. I know, I know. I've, I've always fancied Bob Mitchum, even when I was a young girl. I kind of got the Bob Mitchum thing. Anyway, there's a, a film called The Friends of Eddie Coyle which is Bob Mitchum as an old gangster type. Mm. Um, he must have been in his 50s by the time he made this. It's an, a film made in the 1970s, which I, I find those films quite intriguing because they're not yet classics and the colours are all weird and they're all sort of... Oh, they're yes. either... They, they can come across very naffly and you think, really? But I really enjoyed this one because 
Um, it was a bit like a precursor to The Sopranos. It was, it was set in that kind of mood. And what was interesting about it and what was unusual was the woman that played his wife, and this was a film made in the 70s, looked the same age. And it just struck me how seldom you see this in movies. You know, a 50-odd-year-old man with a 50-odd-year-old woman how as his wife. How interesting. Yeah, that and she was, you know, broad across the beam, and she, she was, was real. a little bit untidy. She was kind of real, was she? Yeah. She was yeah. real. Yeah, 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 yeah. That is yeah. unusual, and yeah. it, that that's a disgrace, isn't it? But yeah, what yeah. made what on earth made you watch that? I mean, sometimes <laughs> you mention films that you think what got you there. Um, I do, I know Judith. I know I, that sometimes because I go on these kind of fact finding missions about films and what we should be watching, and some. And and sometimes I, I crowd my head with so much information. You know, I go through all the listings and the Sunday Times and who's God. watching what and all this kind of thing, and I make do great you? lists. Yeah. Blimey, you do take it seriously, don't you? Yeah, and then I get Ooh. it wrong most of the time. <laughs> oh, I'm much lazier than that. I, I, you know, if, if it's a new release or it's got, you know, rated number one in the UK, then we're more likely to do that. I've got one more thing that I think that is not weirdly esoteric or a bit mad. Um, <laughs> Good. I think that everybody uh, who listens to this would enjoy. And it was a documentary that actually was on at the same time as the Meghan and Harry thing, but I didn't know about it at the time. And it was a documentary about Miss World versus the women's libbers. Who, oh. um, you know when they broke out in the, the Albert, Albert Hall, Hall I do. in 1970? And it was this wonderfully fair... I mean, it's kind of the antidote to the Harry and Meghan thing in some respects, because it was this very honest, fair, from both sides account some of those women who competed in Miss World in 1970, you know, they're knocking on a bit now, but yeah. still very beautiful. Still gorgeous, you know, Miss Sweden, who's still wow. a bit of a looker. Miss wow. Granada is fabulous, you know. So that was yeah. really interesting. I've always had, uh, I mean, this is a terrible admission to make. I used to love Miss World. Well, of course, I thought, yes. I mean, so did I. So did I. I mean, um, I, I don't think I saw that 1971. I'd have been 10. But I remember watching it in the later on in the 70s. And just, you know, me and my cousin Elizabeth and my sister Sarah, and we'd have a bottle of R. White's lemonade <laughs> and a bowl of crisps. And, you know, it was we, like a parade of dolls, really, wasn't yeah, it? Yeah, and we'd be slagging them off and going, oh, I like that one and I love yeah, that swimming yeah. costume. And what ridiculous, oh, no, she looks so beautiful in that dress. And all that sort of thing, with absolutely no academic sense of, you know, yes, this I know what you mean. Being with demeaning. great innocence, with great Such innocence. innocence. Yeah, and I what agree. Was, what really interesting was uh, the Miss World's uh, contestants just saying, "I wish they talked to us about, you know, the the activists." This sort of oh, it was, interesting. It was interesting because it was very fair. You had the uh, you had the opinions from the the beauty queens, and you had the you know the memories from these wonderful you know first wave women's libbers. Yes, yes. Who are yes. now sort of in their seventies and are just oh, I'd you know, like they to did see so that. Much. I'll look it that was, up. You would love it so mm, much, mm. and it's beautifully put together, and it's such a great story. Mm. And nobody wins, nobody loses in it. Women just yes. have different opinions, and that was what 
and they still have quite different opinions. And there were women beauty queens saying, you've got to remember, I came from a very small island. This was my chance to get out. Of course it was. Absolutely. So it's this thing that always that happens all the time, isn't it? Where you have to listen to the other side and find a little bit of common ground. Very true. Very true. I I did a documentary about Miss Worlds years ago and I took about uh, six of them. Yeah, back to um, Sun City. So I interviewed all of them, you know. In fact, I, Bruce Forsyth and uh, Willanalia, uh, yeah, all of them. And and actually, oh, I remember Judith, Ms. can Grenada. we dig this out from anywhere? <laughs> it was extraordinary. It was the most amazing two weeks. I've never seen such big suitcases in all my life. I remember being at Heathrow, um, and you know, literally arriving with like three massive suitcases each. These sort of women who who still were incredibly glamorous. Um, but yes, and how I, I old th- were they? Uh, they were probably, oh, well, some of them were in their kind of sixties, um, and some of them were in their thirties. Most of them still very beautiful, and as you say, for them it had been a turning point, and a turning point for the good, really, for many, many of them. But it was extraordinary to spend some time with them all. God, God. TV wise, we're oh, I tell you, I'm getting such a muddle. What I'm getting muddled up is Bloodland with uh, James Nesbitt yeah. and, and The Unforgotten. And, yeah. and, and I've now reached the stage because I know in one of them there's a guy that overdosed in Viagra and then the other one, I think it was the other one, um, there was a headless body in the freezer. And, I, and, and I'm, re- I'm getting, starting to turn into one of those really irritating <laughs> companions, I think, on the sofas. Because I say to my, oh, wait a minute, <laughs> where... Is this the one with the free? What's that got to do with the freezer? Where's where's the book? Oh, it's terrible. I think I've got some sort of, you know. Um... Well, sometimes you just can't really cope with with anything complicated, which is why we sort of end up watching Master Chef again, or yeah, you know, yeah. Celebrity Bake Offs back. Comforts. Oh, I liked it. Well, you won that last year, didn't you, Missus? Well, it was a fluke. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Apparently, uh, I haven't baked um... since. I haven't baked anything Have since. No, of course I haven't. <laughs> <laughs> Couldn't be less interested. But there we go. I don't know who's... I think there's quite a lot of comics doing it again. I think David Baddiel's doing it and Philippa Perry's doing it. And Yeah. Oh, yeah. Philippa Perry. Oh, yeah. lovely. Oh, I hadn't realised that. Oh, nice. Oh, yes. Nice. Apparently, they, there was... I don't know whether they've asked Chris Whitty for some sort of uh, future series, but wouldn't that be good if, if Chris Whitty... Well, he hasn't got time, really Judith. Good. I'm really <laughs> sorry. If I see Chris Whitty doing Celebrity Bake Off, and then I'm really... I, you know, it's the end of the world because Chris Whitty's got to save our lives, not yes, set about got, with got Claire's. <laughs> But then maybe next year. I do like Chris Whitty. I hope he gets his own You've got show. A massive you know, crush. I have a bit. No, it's on not exactly Chris a crush. Whitty. It isn't exactly a crush. I just find him comforting. I find, I find, I feel if he were to walk into this room, I'd feel calm. So we'll get on to books now. I have finished "Kiss Myself Goodbye" by Ferdinand Mount. It is very good. It is. I listen to it on Audible. It is very poshly read. Uh, and some people work, will not be able to hack how poshly it is read. I don't mind that. And I think it's a little bit too crammed with too much information at times. Um, but it is a fascinating read. And I do think I'm really glad I've listened to it. I'm still enjoying the short st- stories by Emma Klein. They're very dark. And I've got another nighttime story, another Agatha Christie on the go. This time we are on Endless Night, Judith. <laughs> 
Wow. So that's your joint one, is it? The Agatha that Christie? That is the joint one, yes. We've got, we're on uh, an, another you Agatha Christie. You do scamper through them, don't you? you? I mean, you really do. I'm glad I'm not in your book group. I would never be able to I'm keep up with you. I'm not in a book group. I'm not in a book group. I know you're not. Which is we why have I've to got time to read what I want. Um, <laughs> and at this point, my publishers would like uh, to remind the owls that Camberwell Beauty, which is the first novel I ever wrote, is available on all Kindle-type devices for 99p, Judith. Wow, it's a bargain. Mm. Anyway, emails. Mm. What's what's caught your eye oh, on emails? Did you see the lovely email from Daisy's sister, Beth? Yes, I did. Oh, it, it did touch me. She lives, well, we know where she lives because Daisy's told us she lives on Iona. And actually, yeah. while I'm saying that, I'm realising that, Daisy, I bet you haven't seen her for ages. She, she wrote to us and she said, in this weird, scary and let's face it, sometimes tedious time, you have really made me feel less homesick. At times, listening to you is uncannily like the conversations I have with my mum and Daisy. Mm. Hopefully things will start to get easier soon. And I'm already looking forward to hearing you both talking about being with your girls again properly. Yeah. Thanks for making me laugh, she says, so much and cry just a little. Beck, 42 and 11 months. Oh, oh Beck. I know. And Beck's our friend now, so I've told Beck that uh, we're going to come stay as soon as we can. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And <laughs> she's a young listener, isn't she? 42 yeah, and 11 months. Yeah, she's a young months. listener. Tell and, your mates, then, and when we come stay, she'll be sick, sick to death of us within <laughs> about three hours. Less um, than that. I think less than that. So we but got yeah. uh, another... Oh, I, now I enjoyed this um, email from Alison aged 62 and a quarter yes. who emailed in to expound on the joys of sitting on a wall and letting your legs dangle oh, oh interesting Judith, doesn't that make you want to find a wall it does actually it, did you used to do that when you were a kid yeah there's I just nothing quite like getting up on a wall that's slightly too yes. high for you to get up on dangling it's the dangling that's very important the dangling Mm. And I she said that, that she got quite a lot of attention and people were sort of smiling and saying, hello, nice <laughs> spot and all that. And it's just, I think that more women of our age, you know, in their 50s, 60s, even 70s, 80s, should find walls. <laughs> Sit on that it would be properly perturbing, wouldn't it? I yeah. mean, it would be properly like, oh my God, what's she doing? Yeah, I think we should do that just to be subversive. Absolutely. So that's your job this week, ladies. You've got to find okay. yourself a wall, a sit on it and let your legs dangle. All right, Judith? Are you Should thinking a wall? I hope you've got a wall in Should... mind, Judith. I suppose it would be spiteful to ask them to send us a photo, wouldn't it? Can, they can send it. We're, we're more than happy to receive photos of any leg dangling on a wall. We'd love to see that. <laughs> All right, then, ladies, you look after yourselves and we'll be back with you chatting away next week. Take care. Bye. Bye. 